This is the Pastor and the Guy Next Door, podcast number 63. Good evening. I'm your host, Pastor Simon Chapel, and the other handsome fellow is my next door neighbor, Bill Wool. Join us as we sit around Bill's fire pit and talk about our enjoyable weekends. Bill. Good evening, Pastor. How are you today? I am good. I had a good nap today. Wow. Well, I went on a 14-mile bike ride and a three-plus-mile hike at Governor Dodge State Park with Lisa, my wife. The ride and the walk with with Lisa? Yeah. Okay. Very good. And the Packers won. Now I feel like I need another nap to recover from your description of what you did. Oh, you know, I, I tell you, I talked to my daughter Christy and, uh, today, who's in Ann Arbor, and she, I told her I did 14 miles on the bike. She says, well, that's a long way. It's, just, it's all flat. But what I'm doing now is I'm biking from this point, the house, where we're broadcasting from, to the beginning of the tra- bike trail, and I found the trail of least resistance which okay. means Dodgeville is a very rolling community by that I mean up and down yes it is yes and this is the least amount of hills and the least amount of highway 23 state highway 23 so I don't have to worry about a lot of cars okay but they look out for me, you know, they, they like your senior citizens around here. Well, mostly, but, you know. Well, there's some senior citizens that they get crabby, and I don't feel like I'm one of those. Do you feel I'm one of those? Not yet. No. you got to keep working on it. Children, do you feel I'm one of those? <laughs> Ed, not Ed, uh, Anthony's the only one of the uh, in-law siblings sibling-in-laws how would you even call that son-in-law that listens to the podcast so I guess he'll have to answer that giving you some love Anthony <laughs> so anyway here I am on my bike trail yes and I'm biking along and it's so probably 10 30 maybe quarter after 10 and I pass these four young ladies who will remain nameless no no name and I name passing on the left and I turn around and And I know all four of them. So I kept on biking. And the last two days, Friday and Saturday, I also biked the bike trail. There was a tree down. Now, if you're hiking, you could have gotten around it or through it. But if you're biking, you did not want to portage your bike. You didn't want to take a run up and try to bunny hop over it? Absolutely not. Because it was probably (laughs) 12 feet, if not 
more high, maybe 14 to 16 feet high. And you know, they had some big branches with no leaves. You could have gotten through it easily if you're just by yourself. Uh. Or if you're just a walker. Well, I decided at that point to turn around and come back. And it's 10 miles that I bike from where I live to just beyond mile 37 of the bike trail. So Friday, I thought, you know, there's going to be somebody that'll let them know it's down. So I went on Saturday morning. And again, it was there. Today I thought, well, all right, I'll do 10 miles today. Well, it was cut down. And uh. prior to that point, I did run into these four young ladies. And I noticed they had backpacks. And I'm thinking, why in the heck do they have backpacks? Notice you didn't have to uh, leap me out there because of my vocabulary. Oh, okay. And <laughs> then I got to mile 37, and just beyond was when the tree came down. And they had cut away the portion that was on the trail. So I thought, okay, I'll just go to just beyond mile 35. I'll go just and a little further, you thought. I went a little further. So I got 14 miles in today. And on my way back, I, run in, I ran into these young ladies again. Now, I'm an old guy, so they aren't that young. They aren't in high school or, like, in college or anything. But they're mothers, and they were probably together... Uh, telling each other about what they encountered during the week and they were probably just trying they were looking for an escape which they did find on the bike trail well i asked them if they were on maneuvers and they said yeah kind of and they each showed me that they were drinking a beverage a fermented malted beverage oh my and they each had their own six pack with them and they were walking to ridgeway I don't know how they were going to get back. I <laughs> didn't get that far. But anyway, it was a nice Sunday morning walk for them. And I asked them, had you four gone to bed yet? And they said, oh, yeah, we're just up having fun. And I said, oh, okay. So then I came back here and watched the Packers play. And it didn't look real good at the beginning of the game. But they did come around, come around and um, they beat the Lions pretty stoutly soundly so that was it was a good day and then we went for our hike mm -hmm. and then we grilled and now i'm here passing all this information on to you and how Wonderful. about your day uh, my day was good uh, i slept in till a little past six for me that's slipping in good for you uh, i didn't have to get up at bus driver o'clock in the morning uh, I was able to gently potter around the house a little before going to church because my father-in-law was preaching, which also meant that yesterday I didn't, I wasn't stuck inside working on my sermon all day. Cause so you had the weekend off? So I, I, I have had the weekend off. Uh, so yesterday we went into Madison. Uh, we headed in early-ish. Uh, we took Peter. Uh, the girls opted out and but we took Peter we went to the Madison Zoo ah, I like that zoo a lot it's wonderful uh, because of the the COVID the indoor exhibits are closed to the public right but they uh, they still have plenty you can see um, 
outdoors so it was it was lots of fun uh, we we enjoyed that and had some ice cream so that's always good and then from the zoo we went over uh, to my uh, previous regular sushi restaurant over on the, the Upper East Side I noticed on Facebook you did have... There were some pictures of fishy. Right. Raw yes. fish wrapped in rice. Uh-huh. And seaweed. Yes. Okay. And you that, got you full of that. I did. I did. And that was that was absolutely great fun. You can tell I'm, I'm just... an old-timer and a very Midwestern guy because I prefer a burger or a brat. I love burgers and I love brats, but... You like the diversity? Uh, I was introduced to sushi, oh, I don't know, five, six years ago, maybe slightly more. Uh, so my, let's call it my mid-40s. Um, and, and took to it quite, quite quickly. So what happened, I don't know if I've ever told you this story... So I was working at TeamSoft, which is a um, IT contracting company, and uh, once a year you get taken out for lunch by one of the partners of the company, and they they give you your yearly review. Uh oh. And. What is uh oh not? No, it was good. I, oh, you I, got a good review. I, so I got it wasn't uh, I got a I got a good review, an extra dollar an hour, and. Uh, he bought lunch so no it was a very very pleasant experience but they they do all these reviews around the same time of the year and so uh, he he said where would you like to go for lunch you get to choose and I go you know what I really don't mind why don't you choose I was not trying to suck up but he, he <laughs> just brown uh, nose a little bit <laughs> <laughs> no no I, I, I promise I wasn't uh, but he, he liked that idea, and he's like, well, you know, I haven't had sushi in a while. Because I imagine, probably, from sounds of it anyway, nobody had suggested, oh, let's go for sushi, when he said, where would you like to go for lunch? Probably right. Um, so, he said, do you like sushi? I go, I don't know. He's like, oh, let's do it. Oh, yeah, let's do this. He said, oh, I'll... Well, I'll get you started on sushi. So we, we go to a, uh, not the same sushi restaurant I just went to, uh, but to another one, um, I think on, which streets? It's over in uh, Monona. And he ordered a ton of sushi. Now, sushi's not cheap. And, and so, for instance, yesterday, you know, we, we ordered the lunch specials because otherwise sushi gets expensive really quickly. Right. So, yeah, and the, and the lunch specials were nice and, and, and good. But being one of the partners of the company, uh, he ordered a ton of stuff. He said, yeah, we're going we're gonna to get a variety. He said, you, you have to try some of this stuff. And he steered me towards Sounds things. like a kid in a candy store. Well, I think he had fun. He steered me towards the beginner sushi, so that you know, a, a, a little bit of some some fish and sushi is cooked and some is not, and so he got a mix. And so I started with the cooked fish and then moved to the to the raw, and, and just it was a very very pleasant experience. Plus an extra dollar an hour and a good 
a good review didn't hurt, but yeah, um, <laughs> that's all plus plus. Yes, that was that was very pleasant, uh, but it was fun. We we had quite a we had quite a long lunch, and and then uh, the bill arrived, and it was it was quite hideous because I've honed my reading upside down writing skills. Yeah, uh, and he's like. Ah, good job! I'm the partner. I can get this past. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think for lunch for the two of us, it was it was north of a hundred dollars. Wow. Yeah, and <laughs> with no alcohol, no drinks. No, no. That's the yeah, only su- with a sake. Sushi is expensive. Oh yes, it is. Yes. Um, so that was that was fun. That was my introduction to to sushi and. Uh, I I really appreciated that, and I, I I still enjoy it. I haven't well before yesterday. I hadn't had sushi in a couple of years because the the one restaurant I really liked up on the Upper East Side, and we used to go there regularly when I was working with American Family. Uh, and I'm not quite on programmer salary these days, so not a lot of sushi eating. <laughs> well, I'm not on any salary these days, so I don't know. I had sushi once in Minneapolis, downtown Minneapolis, which I don't think I'll ever go to again because it's downtown Minneapolis. And I think the place is called Ichabod's. Japanese okay. restaurant, very high-end, and it was the rehearsal dinner for a couple that I was best man for and Lisa was made of maid is it maid or yeah maid of honor that's the married term correct maid, maid or matron of. I don't know one or the other didn't bother me <laughs> so anyway we were there and we had some sushi and I remember having salmon and something else you know not a lot but at this place they had a revolving uh, water channel okay. that you would pick a plate up. And then how many ever plates you had, that's what you were charged. So mm. there were like two sushi on it or three sushi, depending on how expensive it was. Yes. Okay. I didn't have very many plates. <laughs> But we had some, something else to eat, so that was fine. Something cooked. So, it, so that was fun. And then we did a little recreational shopping and came home and managed to get tucked up reasonably early. So that was nice. And then slept in. So I made until uh, I think like 20 past. Well, you know, yeah. I, kind of, I think I even beat you up today. Beat you up as far as getting up, not beating you up because you're a big right, guy. Right, right. I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I may have got seven hours sleep last night. Well, good for you. It's been a long time since that happened. Must have been the sushi. <laughs> put you right down. Oh, well, that sure did put me in a good mood. I don't know whether it contributed because we had the sushi for lunch. So I don't know whether it contributed towards uh, sleeping well that night, but it did put me in a good mood. Probably had a little bit to do with it. Yeah. Then we had good church today. Like I said, my father-in-law preached, so that was nice. Uh, (laughs) 
He uh, he preached 49 and a half minutes. Not that I was counting. Uh, <laughs> you were counting? So how no, long no, well, do you we, preach? I generally preach between 30 and 35 minutes. So you're quite a bit south of that. Um, and I, I never look at the clock. That's I just start, I say all the things that I feel I need to say, and then when I've said them all, I stop. So I, I don't look at the clock. Uh, well, that's a good way to look at it. Yeah. And in our organization, 30, 30 to 35 minutes is probably a bit on the short side. Ah. Yeah. So he was making up for you. Uh, well, and <laughs> so he and another lady in the congregation uh, were, were picking on me. Were picking on me because, you know, they know how sensitive I am. Um, yeah. But uh, I wasn't supposed to preach past 29 minutes. So he and this lady come up with the 29-minute rule. So he, as the co-author of the 29-minute rule, promptly preached 49 and a half minutes. <laughs> you know, if you come up with a rule, I guess you don't have to follow it. Apparently. Look at the Senate and the Congress. Oh, 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 mustn't get political. Oh, that's right. Yep, yeah. <laughs> that's, so, just, that's not political. That's just common knowledge. Well, yeah, there is that. <laughs> <laughs> so I... Uh, I did rib him a little bit. <laughs> I don't imagine he's that sensitive of a guy. I, I know him. He he's a work. nice guy. He's, he's a guy. very nice guy. Yeah. I like him. Mostly because his daughter's cute, but, you know, well, I do yeah, like yeah, him. I got to give, give you that. <laughs> so that was nice. Had a nice lunch. Had a nice nap. Well, we got a nice fire tonight. That is really good. Practice. We got to do a little bit of work on our pile here, Simon. But I'm afraid. What kind of work are you wanting to do? This is what I'm doing You're right, right the, now. Oh, oh, the the. Okay, I thought you meant our pile of wood over there. Which well, yeah, I'm the, gonna go get uh, another peak. The front is kind of low. That's. This is the, this stuff burns really fast. Dry. Yes. As long as it hasn't been recently rained on, it is delightfully dry. Hasn't it been at least a week? I believe it has. There have been quite the storms down south, though. Yes. Watching the news, now they are... My friend William down in, uh, well, he lives in uh, Arkansas or Arkansas, as I like to call it. Arkansas, okay. Uh, and he's visiting um, kinfolk in Georgia. He was he sent me a screenshot of his weather app on his phone showing all kinds of nasty over the top of him. <laughs> so uh, thankfully, I don't think he—I don't think he's given me any reports of trees down or house damage, but uh, lots of rain. Leo, what are they talking? Like twenty inches of rain? Oh wow! Thankfully, we didn't get that. Oh man! Yeah. Now I've heard from people. A couple of people have said the almanac says it's going to be a rip-roaring winter this year. What have you heard? Well, what do you mean by rip-roaring? Cold and a lot of snow? Yes. I heard that too. And you know what? I have cross-country skis. I have an elliptical machine. 
and I know my way to the beer store <laughs> and the pizza parlor, so I'm gonna be just fine. And a good and part. And I'll have of... a nice, nice driveway for you to uh, snow blow. Well, you better better get with it because well, it doesn't look real snow blowable right now. I think maybe a week and a half. Okay. Two weeks. Okay. And the, the temperatures are still good, so that's... Oh yeah, we're going to be close to 80 next week, or this coming week. I didn't look at what the lows were going to be, but yes, I saw that we were mid to upper 70s at points during the coming week. So that'll... So I, I haven't uh, I haven't swapped my uh, short sleeve shirts out yet. Although it can be a bit chilly in the morning, but that's, that's when a guy puts on a nice hoodie, right? Yep. Yeah. You layer yourself. Yeah. So I'm not too worried about the snow because if there's enough snow, they'll cancel school and I won't have to go out driving in it. Yep. And except on Sunday mornings and Wednesday evenings, a good part of pastoring is working from home. You want to borrow my cross-country skis? It's all downhill to your church. Well, here. that's true, but it'd be uphill on the way back. Well. Nope. I got I got sturdy boots. I'd just walk there. Okay. Do you ever think about a snowmobile? No. I haven't either. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's I, a short I, subject. I really haven't. You well, know, we, we covered uncle, that one well, didn't uh, we? <laughs> I have an uncle, unmarried, and you know, it was, he was probably in late twenties, and uh, you know, he had money to burn, so he went out and bought a snowmobile, and he let us use it. It was fun, but you know, I was oh, I'm like sure in they're fun, high school when I was using it, but now, not so much. You know, I like skiing better, hanging around the fire pit, or not the fire pit, but the um, uh, a fireplace. Not that I have one at home, but uh, you know, if you, if you go to some lodges, they always have a fire fireplace. That is and true. It's fun. It, it's just very relaxing fun, and it's so much fun cross country skiing because you're quiet. It's silent, and you can ski up to deer, which I have done within yep. a couple feet of them, and that's it's like surprise. They look, they, and they hear you, and then they're gone. <laughs> Then all you see is the little white tail trotting off. But I'm looking forward to the changing of color. It was a great hike in the woods today, noticing that there are leaves changing. Um, yes, some of the trees are changing. We've got to be close to peak color here. Maybe another week. You think? Maybe. I'm giving us about two to three. You know, there's okay. some of the early, like, I'm looking to the north, and there are trees turning yellow. But these two behind us here, they're green as can be. Shouldn't have a True. lot of leaves to raise. Yeah, well, maybe it's another couple of weeks, but... Maybe I'll rake a big pile together and have Peter come over and jump in it. <laughs> I'm sure he would probably be... Delighted to oblige you. But it's got to be like in this area here by the by the playground because we got rid of the one in the front. Yeah. And the leaves on the uh, whatever kind of tree. And that do you is. remember we used to do that? We we uh, back when the girls were young and Kelsey was still at home. Oh man, that was that oh, was fun. And where up. where where the shed is now, we would rake all the leaves onto that yep. uh, no actually where the where the the wood pile is. where the, uh nope where the rhubarb was where the place it is 
that used to be the, the dirt patch. We'd rake all the leaves on there. Oh, yep, yep. After the kids had jumped in them and rolled around in them and they, they got that out of the system, then we'd rake them all on there and burn them. Yep, they scrunched them all is what they did. Yes, yeah. That was that, fun. That was a lot of fun. You know, I look back and I think, oh, man. That was uh, quite a few years ago. I remember, speaking of biking earlier in our podcast here, I would bike from this house to Governor Dodge State Park, through the park, out County Trunk Z, and then back home, which is a lot of up and down and up and down and up and down the hills. And I was thinking, how long ago was that? And my son, who's now 36, was maybe 15, 16 years old. So that was like so 20 years ago. That question. Yeah, 20 years ago. I was thinking about that before well, you came I used, out here. I used to cycle over there back when I lived on uh, Washington. Oh, okay. Uh, before we bought the house here, because we rented over there. And I would cycle from there over to Governor Dodge. I was too cheap to pay for the... Um, Entry fee? No, too cheap to pay for the, the extra fee for Biking the bike on trail. The trails, yeah. Because that was flat. So yep. you got to remember, I got... I, well, I still do, but I had a mountain bike. And... I would go cycling through. You could cycle on more of the paths back then. They've restricted them in the, oh, last, yeah, in the yeah. last 20 years. Uh, but the one, when you go on that one path, you, you go over the, the dam and up towards County Road Z. Oh, Mill Creek. That's the one least one I hike today. Okay. Then as you get further towards the top of that, if you break off to the left, there's a bike path. And it's bikes, bikes and skiers and hikers. No, bikes and walkers only. I don't. I'm not even sure if skiers can go on it because it's really quite steep. There's a couple of really sharp drops. We've. I know which trail it is, and we have skied it. It's oh, a ski okay. trail. All right. But they warn you. Okay. Yeah, they should because it's it's really fun on a mountain bike though. It's a lot of fun on skis too. Sometimes you have to use the snowplow method to slow down, and if that <laughs> fails, then you use the butt brake. Which means you fall backwards. You never want to fall forward when you're going really fast on cross-country skis. That could be hazardous to your health. And we were talking about that today. But Lisa and I are talking about just briefly speaking of cross-country skiing. We have gotten to ski a lot and enjoyed a lot of the Blue Mountain State Park. Okay. Skiing trails. Blue Mountains is pretty. It is, and a lot more. Well, people from Madison, in Mount Horeb, Verona, they venture that way. I love the views uh, from there. Um, now, I had heard they were going to take down the wooden observation towers. Have they done that? Do you know? Boy, you know, I think they're in repair. They need repair. Because they're unsafe. And they're wood. Yeah, so yeah. they need... And they've probably been up for 50 years, which means that... Easily, yeah. They need help. There's one at a park in Door County, Peninsula State Park, that's probably 
three times the height of that. Yes, yes, we go on that one. We, we love Peninsula State Park. But I think that one, again, is also in repair because it's probably put up the same time period, which was too bad because it was just so much fun and, and kind of scary to walk up it because it would sway <laughs> in the wind. Yeah, a little. Right by the, if I'm not mistaken, right by the, uh, the um, lighthouse. But that's a great park to bike in as well. Never been up there to cross country ski on that. Maybe that'll be on my list of things to do this year. Sure. Yeah, we've we've driven it, camp or uh, picnicked in it, and hiked on trails in it. It it is nice. Yeah. There is a a, a gift shop at the entrance that you can rent bikes from. Yes, we've seen that one. Yep. But I choose to take my own. You know what I like about this time of year? The sun is down and the fire glows more. Yes, plus you uh, you kindly prepped it so that it was already good and glowing <laughs> by the time I got out here. And I didn't use any accelerant. Oh my. I just used a couple of pre-soaked or non-light, non, light, non uh, what do they call it, pre-lit, no, what is it? match light, charcoal. Oh, okay. Put, uh, put that on the bottom and there are some charred wood pieces from before and I grabbed some of the small twigs that I had cut off the tree in front that we had talked about last year and that helped it out a lot. Well, you, you did good. It's Thank just, you. It's an excellent fire. So back to the question. Do you know if our uh, good friend at Military Ridge Bike Repair is open yet? I saw him walking with a crutch yesterday. Not yesterday. Friday. You can give him a call. True. I uh, told him that I'm going to get him an old pair of football cleats. Like, you know, probably like rugby cleats where you can take out the, you unscrew the cleats and oh, you okay. put them back mm -hmm. in. Yep. I said, I'm going to get him the longest cleat I can get for when he works <laughs> on the side of his, uh, his lawn that angles down to the street very sharply. Now, I can't remember, remember if he got hurt on the bike and then he fell or vice versa. But anyway, it was like a double whammy. But there was a bike and falling involved. Yes, yes. Yeah. And it wasn't just falling on the lawn. It was falling, sliding, slipping, and down onto the street. Oh, okay. Which the street is always going to win that battle. Yeah, yeah, the ground always wins. Yep. <laughs> I don't care how much it has rain. I, it will win. Yeah, the ground always wins. <laughs> and you know, I tell you. The more we sit here and talk, the more I appreciate this little fire pit. The Oops. evolution of children growing up from the playground to the fire pit. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get to play with fire much when I was younger, which is a shame. Um, 
we had some bonfires and stuff and campfires and scouting and a few other things but and so enough that I knew that I loved fire and conflagration but <laughs> there you go with that Shakespearean vocabulary again <laughs> you know I'd never really gotten into it until like when I was in college and we would camp on sandbars, and then we'd have bonfires and, and such. And then I just continued, never stopped. Yeah, fun. I got I got super into them when I was courting Shauna, and would go over to visit her and her family, and her big brother. Yeah, you was guys a, was bond- a fire bug, and so we would have. Uh, fire out in there. They had a fire pit in the backyard and, uh, and just a ton of trees out behind it. So there was always, there was plenty of wood. And uh, we just burned it like it was going out of fashion. And when you're younger you can stay up later. Yes. Yeah. And sleep later. Yeah. Yeah, I don't get to do much of that sleeping later. I feel I cheat myself if I sleep too late. I want to get up and get get things done. Even though I don't have a lot to do, I feel like I still have to. But I feel good about it because I'm not not rushed. Well, it helps to, I mean, you know, my alarm goes off at 5 o'clock on weekdays. Um, Yeah, there are people that get up earlier than that, but 5 o'clock's not shabby. (laughs) That's pretty early. (laughs) I know there are people, they're up at 4 o'clock because at 5 o'clock they're heading to Madison because they have to be to work at 6. Yes, yeah, oh, there are people. Or there Dubuque. Are, there are people that get up earlier than than me, but 5 o'clock is respectable. Yes. Uh, but then I, I, I used, for a while I tried sleeping in later on the weekends. It would just completely mess me up. So now 6 o'clock is, I add one extra hour. And that's that's a treat. That's a treat. So, uh, yeah, I guess I used to be a night owl. Oh gracious me! Uh. Everybody that is was young yeah. one time was a night owl. I remember watching the sun come up at times. Yes. So then I guess that's a when I was when life. I was younger. <laughs> yeah, uh, I I saw. A whole lot more sunrises by staying up than now I see the sunrises because I get up early. <laughs> Funny how the what comes around goes around. Yeah. Just, uh, just it, it's gone full circle. But I I was I was very very night owl and and I just uh, with driving into Madison after getting laid off at Land's End. Um, this is before the the fancy upgrade on the the key road PD junction, whatever you call it. Oh um, yeah, yeah. In order to get through the various sets of traffic lights on the way into Madison on, from 151 Verona Road, it, it the, just the easiest thing to do was to just get up early and. and beat all of those people there. And just, and, it's just like, yeah, you know what? You guys can argue and get all jammed up 
I'm just going to go through here, uh, you know, like quarter to seven, 6.45 in the morning where most of you aren't here. That's right. You're thinking about going through there and getting mad at each other. Yeah, because this was, well, I started doing that when I got uh, laid off by Land's End and I got a contracting job and uh, got posted at American Family, of course, on the Upper East Side. And that's an hour and a quarter drive in light road conditions. I mean, on a Sunday afternoon, you can do it in an hour flat, but right uh, under, you know, like not quite, not rush hour yet, but just normal weekday driving, it's about an hour and a quarter. I know a uh, guy from Highland that worked at American Family, and he had to leave at four in the morning. Leave at four. So that means he's up at three. Yeah. So yeah, I would leave at between six and six fifteen in the morning, and so that I could get through the junction with PD. Uh, that was that was the worst holdup for me. Once I was on the Beltline by like seven seven fifteen. Yeah, I was usually on the Beltline around seven. Then it was relatively straightforward, and so I'd get into I'd get into work early. I'd be there. I'd get to work like seven fifteen, seven thirty latest, and then I could usually leave at about four fifteen. Beat the rush. Or f I'd leave between four and four fifteen, and then I would, uh, yeah, I'd beat the so I'd beat the rush on the way in, and I'd beat the rush on the way back. Were you working there when they were working on the intersection of the Beltline and 18 going into Monona, Monona Drive? And that seemed like it took forever. My daughter Christy was working at the Capitol at the time, and they would take PD into Seminole Highway and then to the Capitol. Found it much quicker, the back routes. I don't know if I was on that exact one, but I've I have seen a lot of roadworks on the Beltline. You know, it, it seems like it takes forever, and when it's done, it's great. Where I was just at a location that there were, oh, the same intersection is PD, and they're making PD wider, and uh, 151, 18151. That junction is great now. But they're working on it again. They've got the bridge going over the top, but now right. they're working on PD to make that uh, four lanes, yeah, you're right. turning lanes. I, and I don't whatever. often I don't often hit PD. You're right, they are working on that, but um, being able to just fly over the top of PD, mm -hmm. oh, that's like a dream come true. That stoplight would take forever. Yes, well that was that was the big reason that I said, you know what, I, I'm just getting up early and leaving early so that I can get through that crazy thing before it backs up. I remember going into Netterbo's when they were located on uh, 18151. Four, five, maybe even six, seven times the light would change and I would, it seemed like I did not move. And yep. all I want to do is get there. <laughs> get what I needed because somebody sent the wrong sizes or didn't care they just wrote anything down and I wanted to get it back to Dodgeville so I could enjoy my Friday night yep 
I felt the same way back <coughs> between 24 to 26 years ago, going through Dubuque, back when I used to live out in Waterloo, Iowa, and would would drive over to Burlington, Wisconsin to to court the lovely now Mrs. Chapel. Uh, so are you talking about maybe Highway 20 that went through the center of town? Yes, because yeah. Yeah, I would come in on 20. Yep, through East from, Dubuque? Uh, no, so from Waterloo, I would drive over to Dubuque and would come in on... So that's 20. Right, correct. And then, then I would uh, go over, get on... I wouldn't go over to... Maybe once or twice I went through East Dubuque, but it wasn't very exciting. So I, I went over to the, the newer bridge and went up and got on Highway 11 and then drove across southern Wisconsin because... Uh, Are you talking about the bridge that was... The, the concrete bridge, not the metal bridge. Right, not the, the, the toll bridge, but the Julian Dubuque Bridge, which came right straight down Highway 20. But now there is another bridge between the old metal bridge that they took down. Oh, no, no, no. The one that's still up, that's... Yeah, that's... You, where, where you have to... You go from the metal bridge, you go past the River Museum and keep going and up, and it curves around. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the newer bridge. That's the newer bridge, yeah. Yeah, yeah so I, that, that was... I don't know how long how long ago they built it, but that was there 26 years ago. Yeah, it's been there a while, but I've been out of college. And so I would drive up there um, and then turn right, take Highway 11 yep. and drive, because yep. my, wife's, my wife's parents' house was one block off of Highway 11. Well, you can't be that. So I would just literally get on 11 and chug along and just follow the signs <laughs> being very careful going through broadhead because of the highly enthusiastic uh, police speed enforcement oh there was one of those in dickieville too um which was on the way up to dodge oh, yeah, i that just fire. i just was was very careful with the speed because it seemed like all those little towns uh i think broadhead was Probably, I probably saw more people pulled over in Broadhead than any of the other towns. Uh, That's a source of income. Yeah. Must have been. <laughs> <laughs> well, otherwise they would not have been doing it. Yeah. So, yeah, there comes that Simon Chapel from Waterloo. No, they, they never got me. Because I, I had met enough people that said, yeah, you... You drive, don't even drive 31. You drive 29 because it's the 30 limit and. And that's they'll, enforced. They'll snag you. Yeah, really. That is a municipal fundraiser. Well, good for them. Bad for everybody that got pinched. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I would see so many people pulled over. So I was driving through there at 29. But then you know you were safe because you probably had one cop. I think they had a couple of cops. Uh, yeah, all right. Then maybe they <laughs> thought they were... They got through and they were all right. Well, we see any stars yet? No, but there's a very pleasant uh, sliver of moon over to our left. Oh, yeah. Right over your house. 
kind of hazy in shape. It's not really defined because of all the smoke. Not right. from our fire pit, but from the uh, California, Oregon, Utah, Washington fires. All kinds of places out west, yeah. You know, that all that wood that's burning out there in those uh, forests, they should be enjoyed in a fire pit like this. Quite so, quite so. Contained. And safely monitored. Yes, we are very safe. So it's been a good weekend, Simon. Or pastor, excuse me. Good weekend. <laughs> you are the pastor and I'm the guy next door. Well, yeah, I don't, feel, I don't know if I want to call you the guy next door. <laughs> so that's, that's fine. All right. No, it's been a very good weekend. This is a lovely way to wind it up. Oh yeah, a friend of mine used to work at the bank. He said the night that he enjoys the most of the entire week of Monday night going all the way through Sunday is Sunday night because he knows he does not have to get up and go to work at the bank and face new bank policies, new loans, new bad checks, new this, new that. He just is so relaxed. And he also told me that he, he, he had insomnia because of things that were happening at, happening at the bank that he just had no control over. Right. And it was just corporate world and he was not a corporate guy and it bothered him. And now he's successfully retired and enjoying things, enjoying life. And that's great. I'm, I'm really, really happy for him. He's one of my best friends. And I think you get that in a small town. Everyone's problem is a friend's problem. If you want to, you know, let them know about it and they'll help you with it. And they feel for you. Yes. You know those crickets? They're singing to us. The fire's glowing. The only thing we're missing is the splash of water from a sh you know, on the shore. Yeah. It's but a, it's it's a little way to go to get to any water that would be splashing. Well, yeah, Governor Dodge is pretty calm when we were out there today. Oh, first star of the night. There you go. Oh, don't see it. I must have leaves in front You've of You've got leaves in front of you. I'm going to have to get my tree trimmed this year, next this fall or whatever. That reminds me, please, do you remember when you got your front tree done? No. Okay. I remember you having it done, but I have to have somebody the, come in. The red uh, maple? Yes. I remember we did get I don't remember when. I'm sure my wife would remember. I can ask her. But the person that did that job did a nice job because it's a very global shape. Yes, I think it was the same one that you had done because we got the we got the contact information from you because these two here he did a really nice job on and after a couple of years they had come in really nicely and, and held their shape really well. And that's been about 15 years ago. So then I can't remember, it was like two or three years later then we got... Um, we, we had them come and do some things. We had 
There was another maple over on the far corner of the house. We had that one removed because it was really not well. And then we had the red maple trimmed. I don't remember if those were in the same year. And then we had the one, not this one, but the other one. I think that one. Is that one ours? Yeah. So we got that one back there trimmed. But our observation window is getting smaller and smaller. It is. We'll have to uh, move the, the fire pit. No, I don't think that's going to happen. Okay. <laughs> well, trimming the trees it is then. Yeah. Okay. That's possible. That's, and then we'll have all kinds of wood for the fire pit. That will help. Yeah. The smaller limbs, you know, those are great for... Uh, and they, they dry out quickly and yes, they, they burn do. well. Yep. Yep. Get a nice flame off of those. Well, Pastor, I think maybe we should uh, retire this group of thoughts we've had tonight over the weekend, and I hope everybody else enjoyed their weekend as we did. You know, I'm sure there are. I had other things on my mind this weekend, but uh, things out of my control, and hopefully the good Lord will take care of them for us. Yes. Let's do that fire up my uh, flashlight so I can see to turn the, the recording off. And so with that, dear listener, we are out. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode. I hope you enjoyed hanging out with us.